This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 422, Spotlight on Doctor Strange. Welcome to Comic Shenanigans. This is episode 422. It's our Spotlight on Doctor Strange episode as we just came back from watching the Doctor Strange movie. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, joined by two co-hosts today. I'm joined by... Paul Square And... Chris Lucas. And, uh, so this what? was... Uh, well, hold on. Oh, well, no, let's, uh, yeah. It's not legal yet, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, the government has the paperwork, it's just not done. <laughs> All right, so in a, in a future episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a new name. Debut the new name. Well, congrats for that, by the way. Thank you. Uh, actually, yeah, we should say that you just got married. That's I did. exciting just a, week, just a week ago. Last Saturday. It's a good party. It's a good party. Sarah Broad that's been on here a few times. Yeah. Yes, you made an honest woman out of her. Yep. She made an Twice. honest man out of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time, a good party, man. Yeah, uh, both Adam and uh, Paul were there with many others, and it was a good time. A few other co hosts from the show, too. Yeah, actually, yeah. Has Richard ever been on? Uh, yes. Yes. Also, Richard. Yeah. He, he was on a, a travel episode once. Travel travel back from baseball. Yeah, yeah dra- traveling back from baseball. Oh, Sarah, uh, Kelly. April. April. Yeah. Hmm. That's it. Probably. I think that's everyone who's been on. Yeah. And a future a member few. who didn't join us tonight. Yes, Corey. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. He pushed out. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> he, Total push out. Anyway, he'll be a future guest on the show. Yeah. So, Doctor Strange. But either way, congratulations. No, I'm trying to avoid talking Welcome about Doctor Strange. You're trying to avoid talking about Doctor yeah. Strange? Yeah. I'm watching the Habs get blown out right now. <laughs> Ten nothing. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> so, Paul. Before we even walked into the Doctor Strange movie. Yes. Your history with Doctor Strange is relatively limited. Is that fair to say? In the grand scheme of things, yes. Okay. I know of the character. I got the gist of the character. I know Sorcerer Supreme. But the only books I've ever truly read of his is, you know, his casual appearance in Illuminati, his part to play in, uh, obviously, Time Runs Out, Time Runs Out in the Secret Wars mm-hmm. uh, will be the most major things. Up until now, the Jason Aaron run, which yep. I do currently read mm-hmm. from day one and enjoy. And, again, one of the very few books I've decided to pick up could work a creative team right Come on the on. character. Okay, and you also read Doctor Strange: The Oath. This which at, at, at the college, absolutely, which was a fantastic read. Yeah, by Brian K. Vaughan, right? Brian K. Vaughan Correct. and Marcos Martin. Correct. Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people have a strong attachment to Doctor Strange as a character, which is what makes going to a Doctor Strange film kind of interesting because um, there's not a lot that's sacred necessarily with the character. Um, and in the same way that Thor or Captain America or Iron Man are, where there's certain beats you have to hit and there's certain things you have to do. Yes. And I feel like there's a general looseness with Doctor Strange that as long as the basic tenets are there, and they were actually pretty faithful for the most part to who this character's supposed to be. They weren't um, in any way shying away from him being an asshole. Yep. Um, in a way that almost makes Tony Stark look like, you know, not an asshole at all in comparison. Like, this guy's a real ass. Um, he's... And very just full of himself. Very full of himself. It's all about himself. Whereas Tony is that too, but Tony's also kind of this fun-loving arrogance. Whereas this guy is really just all about himself. Yes, uh, everything is for him. Everything is how, how it can further his career, his standing, him being better than other people. It's interesting that we don't ever really get a sense of what really drives him to be that way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like with Tony, we kind of get a sensibility, even in that first movie, of what kind of drives him deep down. Yeah. And with Steven, he's almost a bit more of a cipher in that way, that we see him being an asshole, but we don't necessarily know exactly what led to him becoming an asshole. And maybe that's fine. Maybe it, that, does, it, does there really have to be anything? No, no, absolutely. People are just assholes. Absolutely. And I think it's just interesting because I think there's a... Um, 
He's awesome. successful, you know, has yeah. money and... But I feel like usually when you're building a new hero, usually you try to have touch points. And it's interesting that they kind of didn't need to. Maybe they do that in the future. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's very possible. Um, what did you know about Doctor Strange before nothing, the movie? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I actually, I guess a month ago, you're like, what's that next Marvel movie yeah, we're going to? Like, like, I said I'd go, but I didn't even really know what it was. Um, before we get into it, did you enjoy the film? I know that... Uh, yeah, I fell asleep for a bit. If, if I fell asleep the question coming. Yeah. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't keep me awake the whole time. Okay. Um, I think when I, when I fell asleep, I fell asleep uh, when he was going to, like, Kathmandu. Hmm. Um, and that it's a little whole, slower that at that slow point. That slow, whole beginning part. Yeah, the first act was a very slow part. I was dozing, for sure. Yeah. There was actually people laughing that woke me up. Some really? One of the jokes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting. It definitely felt like one of the Marvel movies, which was making an effort to be funny. Yeah, but after after that, after I woke up, then I was I was awake for the rest of the movie. Okay, and you like the imagery? It was cool. Yeah. Cause I'll give one, it that. Because more than any of the other Marvel movies, this one really uh, had to so, em- yeah. em- embrace a visual sensibility and doing more visually than probably any of the other. Yeah, it was. It, there was some pretty cool. Like I, yeah, there was some pretty cool stuff. Like the whole trippy stuff where he kind of gets. Kind of his mind kind of blown the first time. See, I've been sleeping through that. I think you were like, sleeping through it. Well, when uh. he like I, I kind of I was dozing. I remember like he was falling through something. Yeah, that true. Yeah, like time or space. I don't know. All of it. Yeah. A little bit yeah. both. Yeah. I just remember hearing that, and I was like, yeah, it was boring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, th- even that was a little longer than it should have been. Yes, it, it definitely felt a little extended, and there was a lot of it was just. Um, uh, Tilda Swinton doing the narration as we just kind of see him falling and falling yeah. and things splitting and going crazy. Yeah, like we get it. Like it, it went maybe. It probably could have been a little shorter. Yeah, not by much, but it seemed like that was a beat that. So you think, in general, like the first act it was lacking for you? Do you think they could have structured it? It was just more? a slow burn, right? And I get your build. Like again, no one knows nothing, right? So you're, you're, you need to lay down a ton of groundwork so people kind of yeah. get. What's going on? Which I don't think they got into where he came from, as opposed to yeah. let's just introduce this guy as he is. Yeah. I mean, mag- magic can be a bit of a tough sell. I mean, yes, we've had books like Harry Potter come out where they've kind of people have gotten more used to magic um, than I think they had been for years. I mean, before the Harry Potter series, when was the last time we really had a big magical character? Maybe I feel I'm like more, maybe I'm overlooking something obvious, but it just feels like. The craft. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're Thanks, Kelly. Good night. Yeah, well, no, that's not um, really magic either, right? But, but, well, but what's her face? It was kind of magic in Avengers. Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, yeah, but again, not... Like, they, they, they play it up as being more... Telekinesis. ...having telekinesis and more those types of powers, whereas in the comics, it's, it's definitely more magic. Does, isn't there some magic going on with Thor? He goes to, like, another dimension. Isn't that kind of magic? They really... He's got, like, a big rainbow highway and shit. <laughs> a rainbow highway? Well, in, in those right, movies... Isn't that something like that? That's more cosmic than it is magic. They, they've leaned heavily... In, Sorry. Well, no. They've leaned heavily in those movies on the idea that um, they have very advanced technology that looks like magic to us. Um, but that they're it's actually like medieval even, science almost. Yeah, like uh, in the second movie, which I think you really slept through a lot. Yeah. Um, what Thor? Right. Yeah, oh, either of them. Oh, yeah. No, that, it was Dark World. They're they're all Sorry, like Erica, they're apologies. all like one blurry movie. <laughs> Fair enough. So in it, but 
they definitely hammered home the idea that it wasn't magic that they were necessarily using. It was an extremely advanced technology. Man, he was an asshole. I'm just thinking about it again. Doctor Strange? Man, who talks to Rachel McAdams? <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of Rachel McAdams. No, so I like her. I've always She looked good in this movie. Yeah. Like, ever since Wedding Crashers. She doesn't do yeah. it for me at all. That's fine. Fine. I get that. Mm-hmm. Different strokes. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Um... Tell us about your strokes, Adam. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> Do you use the left hand every time? Change it up. Go on. Shenanigans. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm really glad this show is labeled explicit. Yes. <laughs> There's some things that don't need to be said. Um, okay. Before we actually started recording, I wanted to mention that there was there was a couple things that. Cool. Felt like what was your take on the first act before you jumped? First act. Um, I Did liked you agree it. Slow burn? No, I didn't agree. I was invested the entire time. I was I was at rapt attention. I was, it, I really enjoyed it. I just thought it was nice to have a movie where it feels like a bunch of the movies don't necessarily have that slow burn. Like uh, being able to kind of appreciate the journey. Um, I mean, some of the movies where they've had to put do a lot, like Guardians of the Galaxy. You have a lot of characters you have to kind of introduce and cram in. Right. You don't get that sense of being able to kind of take your time with it. And here I, I think they I, did. I felt like it was a bit of different than the other Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Like I got a different feel from it. Not bad, not good, but it was different. So, yep. like, I'll admit, that was, I guess that was kind of a good thing. It wasn't the same thing. Like, I found, I found Thor and Iron Man and, you know, Captain and... Uh, Avengers and all that stuff at this point like now there were two three films into each one mm. even the Hulk like kind of seems like the the same thing and this one was a bit different it does feel like we, we start getting a feeling of sameness not necessarily yeah. bad nope. but, uh, but you, you kind of know what you're getting and the characters are in this they all kind of occupy the, occupy the same space and Doctor Strange most definitely occupies his own space yeah and they even underline it in the movie the idea that the Avengers defend physical threats and it's up to the Sorcerer Supreme and their people to defend mystical but, threats. Question, and now jumping ahead to the spoiler, and yes. I know we'll get back into it. It's the same thing that goes with, the, um, with uh, Suicide Squad. Okay. Suicide Squad, they're battling, they've got. They've rounded up these criminals mm-hmm. to fight a bad person, and all this stuff's going down towards the end, right? Yeah. Some, whatever she was, what was she? The Enchantress? The uh, Enchantress, all that crap, yeah, yeah. like, you know, and in the world where Superman lives mm-hmm. and Batman lives and the actual super superheroes are yeah they're nowhere to be found. At the end of this movie, it jumps into the into the physical world. Yeah. Right? But there's very no, briefly. You buy it, it's still there. No, you're right, but, it, but we also no, got the sense that it was like but there, minutes. What's like, that? It, we also yeah. got the sense that it was brief like but, literally But that minutes. was the that was the third place to have been attacked, no? In the yeah. physical world. Yes, because they destroyed the other well, here's two. The question. So you, they destroyed London and Hong Kong. Right? Yeah. All the superheroes are in New York. Was it? Well, hold What's on. That? All the superheroes are in New That's York. That's true. Mostly. Yeah, but. Right. Well, here's. I think they can't get around the world. Well, here's in my like question. Three seconds. They destroyed the interior of the sanctums, but they didn't actually, like, did we actually see. Okay, I get what you're saying that they attacked it physically, but was it actually outside the sanctums, the other sanctums? Like, was this the only one we actually saw destroyed on the physical plane and only ruining things Kong. around it, right? Because when we see London. London's fine. It's just the interior of the sanctum is kind of blown to shit. And same thing with the New York sanctum. Mm-hmm. They're fighting inside the sanctum, and then nothing else. Just making a point. <laughs> no, I, I understand. Oh, superheroes seem to disappear sometimes in these movies. Well, yeah. that being said, when they're when they're branching. But the Marvel out. superheroes yeah. typically are also very much underpowered compared to DC superheroes. Like Superman's a great example. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's always hard to do anything where Superman's in the world because you have to be like, 
Well, he was off planet that day. Like, there's got to be a reason. Because <laughs> a guy who can do literally anything, he's hanging out on Mars. It's a little harder. Whereas if you have a guy in a metal suit, he could be literally doing anything else. Like, he can't just hear something and then fly over. Like, it takes time. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like when it's Marvel, yeah. I I feel like there's <laughs> they have a built in. I need to argue the the lack of other Avenger characters in Iron Man three all day long, mm. and this one. Outside of the Hong Hong Kong Kong incident at the end of it, there's no real place where yeah, it was he's right. Ending. You okay. want to talk about? I agree. Major plot holes. Read, watch Iron Man three, and you're just like, where is everybody? Yeah. Where's anybody? That I've seen Iron Man three, so I agree. Yeah. I mean, there's that's the one with the like Ben Kingsley, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Ben but you didn't like that. I I hate. Okay, it. we're not here to talk about Iron Man three. We're so. not. No, it's a Marvel movie podcast, but no. Um, so things that so you're I, okay with that but I gotta say though I'll give him kudos to having that fight scene at the very very beginning yeah, yeah. that was cool I was into that oh yeah, yeah. I, I was th- like what the fuck is going on <laughs> I like that they really played with how what you were watching and I was saying to Paul before which I shouldn't be doing off podcast but <laughs> um, I, I'm breaking my own rules um, what I liked was that at the end we kind of see a reverse or a most movies these days, Marvel movies especially, there's always the in the last act. There's a lot of disaster porn that happens, right? You have a lot of buildings getting destroyed. Yeah, it was happening. nice to see. Well, but even this in this, because they're doing it in like kind of backwards, the ice cube or whatever it's called, <laughs> the glass room, the mirror, the mirror room, whatever. Yeah, like you're seeing stuff happen, but it wasn't actually happening. So yeah, yes. it was nice to see that. Like there was still. And even then, like, you were seeing stuff moving around, but it wasn't getting destroyed. Yeah. Was, and even when you had the Hong Kong base having been destroyed and shit starting to happen, then he puts it all back together and rewinds time. Yeah. It's kind of nice that it wasn't just the typical third act. I agree. Because most, I mean, Marvel movies especially do fall into that, that problem, that often the third act kind of blends together. Like, you can kind of cycle yeah. them out in the different movies, and you'd be like, well, it's a little weird that that character's here now, but it's not that different. Like, the same thing would have gone down. Yeah. Um, Though I, I'm gonna throw out there too, and it's not like I haven't I haven't mentioned this to you guys yet because we don't talk about this stuff off podcast. Okay. Could they these guys be any more whiny? <laughs> Which characters are you most upset about being whiny? Well, Doctor uh, Strange. Doctor Strange. He was. I'm not Wong. Uh, he was whiny. Mordo. Doctor Strange was whiny. He was. I thought oh, specifically uh, Doctor Strange or movies no, in general. No, I'm talking about this movie. Okay. He so was the character. whiny. The character definitely, well, I mean, that's part the of the black point, guy though. was whiny. Mordo? Mordo, like, fuck, dude. So, Mordo, at the end, takes a turn. So, I kind of leaned over to you when the movie was done, and was like, well, it kind of reminds me of the Green Lantern movie. Uh, Which because, I never saw. No? Well, it's not, not the Don't greatest movie. Uh, but in, in, yeah, in, the, in that movie, uh, there was a character who was kind of, you know, a trainer of, of the main character and was kind of an ally. And at the very end, he kind of goes bad and takes on a, an, an evil ring. It sounds as dumb as it, unfortunately. It is a little dumb in the, in the movie. Well, but in the movie, it felt yeah. very forced. Yes, well, Sinestro's top dog, and he feels like he gets, you know, Hal comes in and takes over for him, and yeah. he's pissed off about it. So, and this is more of a disagreement on how Strange decides to, to do things, how he eventually decides to save It is interesting, situation. Though, that Strange is of the idea that he kind of believes... That ancient one was right. The compromises are necessary, basically. Sometimes you have to make compromises to yeah. do what's right. And what's um, his face is like, no, but he's okay with murder. No, but we also don't know what happened because it's months, isn't it? They, they say it's been a well, while. Well, he didn't murder the guy at the end. He just stole his power. 
Yeah, but let's be real. Like they, they're like really leading it to believe that he's going to start offing sorcerers. And by doing what he did to that guy, we already know that the guy was paralyzed from the chest down. Yeah. And you think anybody's going to come find him? No. He's, he's, he's putting him down. And plus, as far as that guy's probably concerned, he might as well be dead. I mean, yeah. like he went looking for a cure because he, there mm-hmm. was nothing else left in his life. Mm-hmm. So, just like Strange was, right? So, I don't know, I, I kind of, I'm okay with that. Rocking a bad beard game, too. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. Is that his name? I liked Cumberbatch. it. I liked it. Is it Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Yes. You like, it's because you probably grow the same kind. Yeah, probably. You got no beard game whatsoever. No, I do not. Not compared to Paul and I. No. Ah, well, this is true. (laughs) I hate you so much. (laughs) Because that's something that happens in the comic, and I freaking hate facial hair bros. Facial hair bros. Uh, Doctor Strange and Iron Man are facial hair bros, and they had that in the comic, and I was so pissed off. Cumberbatch, his 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 beard game was weak. Ah, you know what, but. I don't know. He looks like the character, so to me, I'm sure. just like... Sure, uh, that's great. I don't even know what the character looks like. I'm exactly like that. <laughs> no, it's perfect. That no, but like, you, no, but even when he was all disheveled and I'm not, I can't shave, my hand shakes, like, I don't know, my hand shakes sometimes too, I can still shave. <laughs> I don't know if it quite shakes like this guy. But he's, he has an electric razor then. Well, it's not like and he's using well, a straight laser. Yeah, yeah. And laser, he yeah. literally does, right? Now, I have a, a random question. How, over what duration of time do you think this movie takes place? Oh, um... Because a fair amount of time it's, it's, should have to take yeah, place. Yeah, but I feel like a, a lot of times... Like, I'm going to say months. Um, due to the fact that when he saw... Um, uh, when he went back to the hospital after being stabbed... Yeah. Um, when he saw Rachel McAdams, he's like, I've emailed you a number of times. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like, where have you been? Like, so it, it leaves the impression that it hasn't been, like, weeks. No. It's been longer. It hasn't been years, mm. right? But it's been, like, maybe a couple months, two, three months. Since he disappeared, at least. Since because, he disappeared. That's because what I'm, even that's then, going off. Because how long was he... The healing, the healing oh, from his accident's probably been, like, a couple years. So I brought this up <laughs> with Paul on our way back. Just a brief question on chronology. Not that it matters at all, really, in the grand scheme of things. But there is a comment made which... When Doctor Strange is uh, driving in his car before his accident, mm-hmm. so you might have been napping. No, I was actually awake for that part. Okay, that was early enough. That was actually was a pretty crazy crash. Yeah, that like, was a good crash scene actually. Like that was that was kind of yeah. messed up. I mean, it had to be in order to drive home what had happened. That's why you don't. Did you notice though that at the end of this credits? Yeah, they had a pay attention while you drive. Really? Thing. You guys didn't even notice that? No, it wasn't. The last at the end of all the credits, the last wow. line. Separate a bit was essentially saying, "Pay attention while you're driving and don't look at shit because that's what causes this crash." But if it happens, then you might be able to become the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, you know, know. or heal your body with your mind. That's true. And then walk around paralyzed. Maybe I should text and drive all the way home. (laughs) So while this is happening, they when he when his I guess his intern or whoever that was was talking about upcoming cases. Yeah, they might be interested in, and they mentioned. Uh, I don't know if they said Air Force, but they definitely said a colonel, a colonel. who was oh, that's totally uh, what's his face? It's Rose, right? Yeah. Rose. So the only thing that reason why that bothered me is that this movie feels like it takes place over years, because first of all, he has to get all those crazy surgeries on his hands, mm-hmm. then he has to be depressed enough to go searching for, you know, the ancient one, then he has to train long enough to at least become yeah, a little bit. But proficient. I, I, I feel like his training. 
happened real quick. I feel like it wasn't that long a time. Like I don't know. It could, because, it took no, a while. and I mean, I mean, training not so much in the fighting aspect of it, but the the teachings was because he has a photographic memory and he remembers all this shit, right? Perhaps. So reading reading all this stuff and doing all that yeah. is super easy and super quick for him. The only reason why I even brought it up is that it just feels like the movies, for the most part, go on a certain chronology and that every movie, between a, a character's appearances in the movie, usually not, not the, the actual real time has passed. Like mm-hmm. from Iron Man 1 to Iron Man 2... Two years had actually passed. Like they, they're not shying away from actual time. Mm. So it just made me wonder, like, what was the point of grounding it into the timeline if we're having this character who that this movie has to take place over a while and where everything's coming with the Infinity Stones? Yeah, but like, couldn't this have taken place two years ago to still get us to where we need to be? Given that this well, think, movie feels like, like it has a three-year chronology or two to three years, I think it's years. Like. I think Personally. well no no I think from the accident yeah yeah I would say it's probably a couple of years between his surgeries and this feels like we're his... jumping ahead though because like the next time we're I guess we're gonna see Thor in a year and he's already gonna be with Doctor Strange as we saw in the yeah post credit sequence I don't know I just I like that they tied it into chronology so we at least know where it falls I just felt weird because it feels like the movie takes a lot longer like if this had happened around the time of the same of the first Iron Man movie I wouldn't have thought anything different except for the Avengers comment obviously. Yeah, it had to take place. Well, after and they showed that, the Avengers building too. Right? Yeah, the Towers. Yeah, yeah. All right, not sorry, not the. Was it the Avengers? No, Tony Stark's old building. Whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Avengers. Did it, have, did it have the A on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now there's a question. When they, when Tony leaves the team, and then they have the Avengers compound, is Avengers Tower still Avengers Tower after Avengers Age of Ultron? Nothing ever happens to the tower, so there's no reason for nothing. Okay. Well, I mean, there was the attack at the tower, but I guess. It wasn't like, destroyed, but Ultron no, attacked they, it. it w- well, yeah, they okay. party yeah. crashed it, but yeah, I'm just, just after curious. that, there was no real destruction to it. I know this stuff doesn't matter. I just I'm I'm a comic book fan. Yeah, I love chronology. I know. So here's my thing: the entire movie, not once did Doctor Strange say anything about the hoary host, the host of Hogarth. Yeah, nor did he. Uh, it's, it's a very vintage line of his by the hoary hosts. Of Hoggoth. Yeah. Hoggoth? Yeah. And then, uh, and nor do they say by the Vashanti. Right. And I'm just, those are just like the, if, if but, you, but it's also like not like saying Avengers Assemble as Avengers movies. They at least went Avengers. Well, like, damn you, Whedon, yes. I, yes, but I mean, for the most part, like we've had people say stuff that's close to their lines. No. And it just felt like if there's anything that anyone who knows anything about Doctor Strange from the comics knows, it's that he has the incantation lines. That are very much like only that character. Would all ever I want to know is when the Transformers and when Power Rangers are all showing up in these Marvel movies. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen, but you, you can you can read comics where it's happening, not Power Rangers, but. Well, it's a Power Rangers DC combo coming up, right? Oh God, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's that that's next year's podcast. Yeah. Are we going to podcast with Power Rangers next year? Are you just going to be depressed, being like, "This was terrible." I don't know what to expect. I gotta say, the preview was better than I was expecting. I think it looks interesting in the same way that I think uh, Transformers 1 worked on some levels because it was grounded and like it, it felt like you actually cared about the character. Now, Transformers 2, 3, and 4 lost that. <laughs> um, but the first one felt like it was a yeah. good start. No, I, I, I get this is his own thing, and it's fine. This is his own thing. Um, I don't like them having powers outside the suits. Mm. That bugs me. Like they did it for a few seasons when Disney had a license, and they're okay. a big fan of that. I, to me, it defeats the purpose of being able to transform into something when you have 
He's laser from Paris, apparently. But now at least they transform into having, like, armor, whereas before they were just kind of... Okay, like I, get, I get you can do spandex suits, and I get you didn't want to do maybe the, the armor they had in the original 90s movie, but these things look like, like Michael Bayish designs. Yeah. And we've only seen the T-Rex so far in terms of a toy of the T-Rex, and it looks like pretty much a red blobby Grimlock thing. Like, it, they don't... I don't know. It's the designs don't sit well with me. Okay. Well, so I have to see more because they only really teased. I've seen some kind of only some toys and some stuff. Yeah. Um, so what about Doctor Strange? Action. Doctor Strange. Sorry. Yeah, let's get back on. Um, I like that he had the Eye of Agamotto. That they used that. Well, that's one of his primary things. Absolutely. And the cape thing was cool. The cape was awesome. The cloak of levitation had cloak more. Of levitation. Per- now here. Okay, so seeing it have more of a personality. Right, the carpet from Aladdin. Kind of, yeah, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I like that it had personality. It made me laugh a little inside because it reminded me of something you hate in comics. What's that? Well, you hate... Okay. Oh, to me? You hate that Silver Surfer's board has been given a personality and a name. Well, Mullenlayer is doing that too now. And, well, to a lesser... Well, yes. a less annoying extent. Yes. But anyways, it just made me laugh because seeing the Cloak of Levitation act like this reminded me of Silver Surfer's board, and I'm like, I don't know if Paul's going to like this or not because you hate that usually. Uh, I, I love that they gave the cloak personality the idea of the of the um, uh, I forgot what they called it, but the item of power basically choosing the person it uses. Yes. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, the relic just accepting those. What was um, the bad guys? They use those kind of clear weapons. Yeah, I don't what know what that, that was. I don't know. It was just a stylistic just a choice. They were using. Yeah. Just to identify good from bad. Yeah, it helps. What did you think of the bad guy? So Mads Mikkelsen. Man, Mads Mikkelsen's awesome. I like him. I, um, I love him. It's interesting that we like, see, right before the movie, we see the trailer for Rogue One. For Rogue One, we And see he's in that. And then we see him right away, and we're like, whoa, okay, he's everywhere. I just look at him as Hannibal Lecter now. Yeah, actually. Like he was so good as Hannibal Lecter. So the se- sequence where he's in the New York Sanctum, and then he's in that the, the full body thing, yeah. and it's covering his mouth, I'm like, is this a reference to him being Hannibal? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, that's, that's all I can think about. I'm like, he's he's Hannibal Lecter, and I was struck yeah, up. he was a very good Hannibal Lecter, for those of you that haven't watched the show Hannibal. Oh, God, I love that show. It was a great show. Did you it ever was, watch the I haven't, I haven't watched the complete of the last season yet. The third but, season? Yeah. Okay. It's not to be missed. The ending is... I, I'm glad it got cancelled in some ways, because I don't know where he would ever go after that. Yeah. I will, I'll have to watch it. But. but he was, I mean, like all Marvel villains, a little rote. But I thought they actually gave him a little bit more of a personality than some of them. But yeah, it felt like he really was aiming for something. Like he felt that he, I, I felt like he believed that what he was doing was not necessarily to end the world. He thought things would be better. Yeah, he was legitimately duped by by that big one? face. Oh, Dormammu. Well, and also feeling like he was betrayed by the, the chosen one. That's right. Yeah, he one. was super felt betrayed. And when the, so when was Mordo, right? Like yeah. everyone kind of. It so gave, gave a little bit more credence to his beef with the mm-hmm. with uh, what's her face, uh, ancient one, Tilda Swinton. Yeah, gave a little bit more credence to his beef with her because what's his face? Who the black guy? Uh, who's in like everything now? Mordo. Let's um, call Mordo. Mordo. Mordo, Bordo. Um, <laughs> it gave more credence because he was he was feeling the same way about it. So yeah, you know, okay, I, I get it. Of all the Marvel villains, but like, unless I try and like destroy the planet Earth because of it. Yeah, you know, but, like give it to some big face guy. No, a question for <laughs> who got question. super like <laughs> that was hilarious. How that, 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 the end. I mean, I was just like, oh my god, it's just the same thing over and over again. <laughs> he basically was like. 
this is gonna keep happening. How long can I annoy you for? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. And honestly, you think he would like just enjoy killing him again and again and again. But he's not used to the idea of something repeating. I guess is that idea. But if you were not, if, if the whole concept time, of something, the concept of time didn't exist to you, then yeah. yeah. And then having to repeat something over and over again and not being able to get out of that moment, that probably piss you off. What's happening? But, um, Paul, what did you feel about Dormammu not quite being the representation we're familiar with? He wasn't terribly far off. No, he wasn't, but this right? is something I mentioned. He wasn't this big cloud or no. like this non-galactus or some... Besides the fact that his head wasn't Dr. on Doom. fire, it was kind of similar was, enough. Yeah. In, in the comics, he's a giant, like, kind of flame-headed demon that's what he was in this movie essentially he was just just the flames he was just like I I was okay with the look here I knew it was okay now uh, it's interesting that they went with Mordo traditionally is the villain like that's I mean we we talked about this before we even saw the movie that if you try to think of Doctor Strange's villains you can maybe come up with like four like there just aren't very many right Um, it's just interesting to have a movie where Mordo isn't used as the villain um, which and I mean initially he isn't but like in the original comics he's very quickly the villain like in the origin story he's plotting against the ancient one the ancient one is always fated to die and basically the origin of Doctor Strange it always has to happen um, it was just interesting to see him not be the villain but the main villain ends up kind of being a disciple of Dormammu which is Mordo's thing <laughs> like it just felt like they kind of used Mordo without using Mordo as the villain you know what I mean like yeah but like, now he can go there Right, but the, but I don't I don't want to see them go there and just repeat it though. Like I don't want to see Mordo become a disciple of Dormammu because what's the point of that? We've already seen where I think goes. he's going to go there right away. I think his his mo clearly is he wants to consume all the sorcerer's powers for his, for his own. Here's a question: We've seen this this slate of movies up to 2019. Do you think we get another Doctor Strange? He's going to. Oh well, yeah, they said he will return. Yeah, well, he's going to be in Thor. Thor Ragnarok is next year. You may not be there because Thor makes you sleepy. Um, no, I'll come. Because I just want to see it's the, Thor and Hulk together. Your yeah, two it's, favorites. A, it's a Thor Hulk uh, uh, bromance. It's going to yeah. be an interesting movie because you got Loki, you got Thor, you got Hulk, you got Doctor Strange. Like, Stoked. what is that movie? Like, it's gonna be madness. And they're saying it's going to be like this madness. It's like tonally something very different. Yeah. And I don't. I'm, ex- I'm excited for it because I'm just excited to see a Thor movie again. Uh, curious what it will, it will look like, and especially now that you've got Doctor Strange and Hulk being injected in. I don't know how Hulk gets there. Um, would be interesting. Well, the big rumors it sets a planet Hulk, right? Yeah, I'm okay with not getting a Hulk movie though. Hulk kind of works better as a foil for someone. Yeah, else. Hulk's part of it yeah. just as like a yeah. like if you give me his own planet Hulk, go for it. Yeah, right? like an actual planet Hulk story. Yeah, I'll take that as. There's one and only movie, do it. Yeah. Right? Okay. I don't know if people are ready for that. It's such a diversion. I'm ready for it. Fuck the people, I'm ready. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, better than Cumberbatch, he was... Perfect. Perfect Doctor Strange for you. No, he... he yeah, I, I can't he, think of anybody else yeah. that would have done a better job. He looked the part. Mm-hmm. He was a fair enough actor. Um, he really sold me on the desperation, which is important. Like, I know you said he, you just felt he was a bit whiny, which is true, but I feel like he really portrayed someone who was the height of arrogance, who lost it all, and was so determined to get back that which he thought made him special that he would do literally anything. And spent, like, the idea that he spent all the money he had, he was trying to get loans 
to be able to finance these expensive procedures. The fact that, I mean, they've kind of played it up in, in certain different types of media that he actually ends up making his hands worse because of how much he wants to fix them. Right. Like, he's just doing experimental procedure after procedure, and it's actually just fucking them up more. Uh, so he's actually getting worse instead of better. But it's because he's so single-minded and wanting to fix this. Uh, and he can't. Uh, it's easy to kind of see him come around and being able to kind of be someone else. I actually thought the interactions between him and Tilda Swinton were perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I I wasn't so sure about her. The I'm mi- not a huge fan of her, but I thought she was good in this movie. I thought she was, was good. When she hey, was can I ask sh- a question? Yeah. Now, this, I don't want to offend anybody, but in the comics... Yes. Two questions. One, was Tilda Swinton's character a female or a male? Male. 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 Was he Asian? Yes, he was. Okay. He was an older, uh, older just, Asian gentleman. Okay. That's what I thought. Now, these comics were originally like, like created... Like, could have been the Asian one in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, in the comics, it, you know, it was the 60s. It was very stereotypical. Like, he goes to the East, he finds an Eastern mystic. Like, they tried to not necessarily go as... I just got a, I had a feeling that that wasn't... That part of it wasn't exactly... No, that's very different. But I, she did. I, I found every time I she was on the screen, yeah. she really captured my attention. There's something about her that I just I couldn't look away. Yeah. Um, her delivery was really good. I think the fact that she did go bald for it, I think, really worked as well. Like it, she just really sold the character, and the essence of the character was still there, regardless of what nationality or Absolutely. how exactly she spoke. I mean, Mortal's not a black guy in the comics. Either. Yeah, no, there's not, and that worked too. Although. If Mordo, they make one of the comics, I'll be very upset. Yes. Mordo, for me, will always sound like he did in the Spider-Man animated series, though. <laughs> uh, that's my Mordo. Like, I mean, he can say whatever he wants in this movie, but that's not the Mordo I hear about. Every time I see Mordo in this, I kept thinking of the Asian Serenity I was telling you about. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So. Um, there's someone else I wanted to... Oh, so, what did you think of the character of Wong, Chris? I liked it, actually. Yeah? Yep. I like that he finally laughed at the end. Yeah. Uh, Wong is a very long-standing character in the Marvel Universe. Uh, they did a pretty good job portraying basically what he is about. Um, I like the idea that he's more knowledgeable than Strange at the beginning, at least. Uh, but the strange, strange, the way they kind of played him up here, definitely felt like Neo from The Matrix. Like, someone who's kind of chosen one, so to speak, but without necessarily saying as much. That someone who is able to somehow embrace the magic and the mysticism more so than anyone else. Uh, who's already kind of devoted themselves to it, and there's kind of an and he kind of plays it off as oh it's because I got this memory, and they're like no no there's something more going on here. Right. You get and in the future movies he'll become more confident, more powerful, the same as Neo did, which will yeah I think work for him. Uh, are there any ancient artifacts you wish that we would have seen him use? I like that he was going for like the axe and the shield, which you see in the current run right now. Yeah, um, and the cloak wouldn't let him. The cloak wouldn't let him. That was hilarious. That was a cute beat. Um, well, the cloak was saying like that's not gonna stop him. Stop him with this. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, exactly. That's strange. This has no idea. We, I, was that golden chalice full of stuff supposed to mean anything? I'm not sure. Like I'm not a. Uh, I'm. Not, I don't know everything about Doctor right. Strange. I'm not sure. Like again, a lot of the things he uses in the comics, it feels like there usually is an incantation he says. So again, we didn't get to hear him say anything about the Vishanti, about right? The, the Hori hosts. Um, I mean, he hasn't learned any of that nonsense. He didn't use the either. bands of Sidorak, but that uh, would have been... As I said, he still has a lot to learn, right? Here's a, a really weird inside baseball Bands question. Is he allowed to say Sidorak? Do you think that's even allowed in the rights? Because say what? So, one of the, the spells that he can use is that he can find someone with the bands of Sidorak, which is supposed to be a, 
a demon, basically. Sidorak, okay. Now, Sidorak might sound familiar if you know anything about the X-Men animated it's series. Because, no, for sure Juggernaut. not. Because the ruby, the, the gem of Sidorak is what uh, gives the Juggernaut his powers in the comics and the cartoon. So uh, my question is, is, is Sidorak in the rights for Doctor Strange or for... That word. X-Men. Nah, you might be SOL on that. Like, even despite the terrible That's X3 a, Juggernaut with a mutant with the powers rather yeah. than the crystal for the powers. I mean, this is a really inside baseball question that will put Chris to sleep, but I'm just... I'm, I'm curious about weird minutia like that. Uh, I like that we had the question, or at least the sorry, the reference to the Wands of, Wand of Atum, which was nice. Yes. I'm trying to think of some of the other things he uses. Um, now I'm drawing a blank, but there was a, there was a bunch that I was hoping... We hear him say again. I'm, I'm really just surprised he never said "Hurry, host." No, you're right now. I, I, I didn't realize it until you mentioned it right now. How do you think him and um, Doctor Strange and uh, the fake guy in Avengers are going to get along? Fake guy in Avengers with create uh, Ultron or the sh- whatever the hell's name is. Tony Stark. Tony Stark. No, the Green Guy. Oh, Hulk. No. What are we talking about? Green Guy. The guy they created. Vision. Vision. Yeah. Ah. I don't know. Why? Just thinking about that crossover. Well, I mean, it'll be... Okay, so it's interesting. In here, we see that the Eye of Agamotto is an Infinity Stone. Yes. So that's a big connection with the grander Marvel Universe. And also, it was like, kaboom, Infinity Stone. Yeah, well, I was wondering the entire time. I'm surprised we haven't seen an Infinity Stone. And then, right away, they're like, oh, it's an Infinity Stone. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like... It's, so it's a time gem, then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it has it's a to green be. one. Yeah. 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 So, w- which one are we missing? So, uh, where are we right now with the Infinity Stones? How many are there? There six. are six. There's right. six. Five. And I believe okay, we've seen so, five of them. So the Tesseract. Well, so the Tesseract is one. Yeah. yeah. The Ether um, from Thor: Dark World. Which one? The Ether. It's called the Ether. Is that the black the red one? It's like the red. Like, red goop. Goop. Oh right. Okay. The Ether. Okay. Um, obviously, this one. So that's three. Yeah. The Mind Stone and Vision's head. Okay, yeah. And then and the one then from Guardians. Guardians. Yeah. The purple one from Guardians. Oh, okay, perfect. Good. So sense. we got one left, and so we were talking in the car in the loop. Where's that going to be? Well, is it going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, or is it going to be in Thor Ragnarok? It's probably going to be up Hulk's butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're pretty sure it won't be in Spider-Man Homecoming. No. Because that seems no like place the, there. the weirdest place to put it no possible. So we've got three Marvel Studios, or co-productions. Maybe basically. Logan has it. <laughs> Maybe that kid he's protecting in the preview is the next Infinity Stone. The last time. I mean, uh, that'd be something I would never expect because uh, it's different studios. I know. Oh, I should ask. Well, is it? It's Marvel. Well, it said Marvel. So speaking it's of that, mind. so this movie was, I believe, the first movie to actually feature the new Marvel Studios logo at the beginning. Yes, and I noticed. I, I, yeah. I made a comment to you about that. Like, what did you think of that? No, that? I had no problem. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I think they, they first showed it around Comic-Con time, so I, like, it wasn't the first time I'd actually seen it. First time on the big screen. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. What I like about it most is that it's a nice way of Marvel saying, these are the characters we control. Don't think that anyone else, like, so X-Men and such, they're not in this logo. We don't do those. Yeah. And as uh, Paul kind of leaned over and said to me during the movie, that it should say, Marvel Studios... Would you say we make the good movies, or we do it right? Or, we do yeah. it right, like which is true. Generally speaking, their movies are pretty solid. Yeah, um, DC's been striking out. Well, yeah. and and the non besides Deadpool, the non Marvel Studios movies yeah. haven't necessarily been great either. Yeah, but Deadpool, yeah, Deadpool is good. Deadpool's a special. No, here's a question: We've had all the Marvel movies we're going to have this year, so we've had what four? 
We had Deadpool, we had X-Men, we had Civil War, and we had Doctor Strange. Is that Apocalypse? Yeah, X-Men Apocalypse. So there's that's four Marvel movies general. Two of them were Marvel Studios, but four Marvel movies. Yeah. What was your favorite Marvel movie this Civil year? War. This year, what were the contest? Sorry, what were the options? This movie? This movie, Deadpool. Deadpool. Civil War. Yeah. X-Men Apocalypse. Right. Sorry. Sorry, this one? This one. <laughs> Deadpool. Or Civil War. Oh, it's between... Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Deadpool, actually. Yeah? And with Civil War, a close second. So, I was talking with a friend today. Apocalypse was like eighth on the list. Of the four, I somehow managed to be... You know what? Like, let's, let's be real. Like, um... Suicide Squad was a hell of a lot better What's than DC? Apocalypse. What? No, that's not, that's how I'm bumping it. Like, wow. That's, that's, but here's the thing: I haven't even I haven't even seen Suicide Squad yet, <laughs> and I already you know it's better it. than Apocalypse. I know oh about that. wow, that's amazing. I know about that. Um, for me, okay. So I was having a conversation today, and I was saying that when Deadpool first came out, I felt like it was a very rewatchable movie, which I still think I is bought true. it. I have it. I still think it's true. It's very rewatchable. And then I when I watched Ant Man. Yeah, I found Ant Man. Ant Man was like something I've watched a few times. So I just enjoy having that on. It's a fun little movie. It's, yeah. it's great. And then when I watched Civil War, I was like, "Well, I really enjoyed Civil War, but I don't know if it's quite as watch rewatchable." I at the time I haven't, re- I haven't rewatched it yet. That's the way I thought because I thought the Deadpool just felt like it was a movie I'd want to watch more than Civil War. I have watched that airport sequence so many times though that I don't know if I can say that's true anymore. So I think for me, it might still be Civil War for the year, uh, and then Deadpool. But that's not to say anything negative about Doctor Strange because I really enjoyed it a lot, and I think I am actually really excited about it at some point watching it again. I think it just speaks to the fact that this year we had Civil War was amazing and Deadpool was amazing. So it says doesn't say that Doctor Strange is bad. It just says there's other two great movies and then a shitty one in X Men Apocalypse. Or Do you guys agree with me on X Men? Um, like, don't say it's shitty if, like, no, I, I said it. No, I was okay. I, it's not without its problems. Don't get me wrong. It has a lot of problems. I didn't see it with you guys, so... No. But as an X-Men movie... Um, it's not X-Men. It's sorry? Mystique and her friends. And that's the problem that you had, is that she's not a, she's not an X-Men. Like, I, I hate Mystique's role in it, for sure. It's frustrating. Sure. But Jennifer Lawrence, man. Yeah. yeah. Why but, do I just feel like I talk about women when I'm on here? <laughs> <laughs> Well, Every episode this might be it's true. like all the chicks who gush over Hunsworth at store when they watch these movies right? it's the same like an idea yeah, he speaks so women get pregnant yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the hammer is his penis <laughs> <laughs> that's a good reference to Dr. Horrible exactly, there yeah. thank you for that okay. so overall how many uh, mystic spells would you give this out of 10 how many Corey hosts oh, out of 10 he doesn't know what that means how many cloaks of levitation um, we'll come back to you. Seven. No, seven? Say seven. Okay. Paul? By the Vishanti, I'll give it the vintage Adam 8. Ooh, Adam 8. Uh, I, I'll give it a solid 8 as well, honestly. Like, it, it, I really did enjoy it. Um, there was nothing that was wrong with it, I think. There was some things that could have been a little bit different. But... I, I, my, my only beef is the pacing at the beginning. Yeah. They could have sped up a few things. I, I think the humor was interesting because... Doctor Strange as a character is not one who's ever played for laughs at all, ever. Like, he's kind of a humorless character. So it was an interesting decision to kind of add some humor in, but that just feels like a very Marvel Studios thing. It, and, that, and that's how this universe seems yeah, to be. Yeah, because let's be real. But all, all the jokes, funny, like all the jokes in this movie yeah. were the same types of jokes that are in all yes. Marvel yes, movies. Yes, absolutely. Like the quippy one-liners, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny, I was... Uh, 
can't remember what site I was on, but I was reading... Every now and again I glance at the comments below and I usually get tired of them after the fourth one because they're usually stupid. Yeah. But there was this one guy who was very legitimately annoyed of, of this being a very quippy movie universe and, and I just couldn't stand it because of that reason. And I, I just thought about it and I, I, he's not wrong. No, he's not. I enjoy it for that, but I, I guess I can see now that side of it where people don't, like, don't, don't appreciate it. I think I, I don't mind the quippiness because I think it, it lightens the mood. And it makes the, the the movies not feel like they're taking themselves so seriously. Yeah, and I, I think because you look at a movie like Batman v Superman, which has Why no sense, of, which has no sense that of humor at all. Well, yes, like it, it has no sense of humor at all. And then you realize, like, wow, humor really diffuses things and makes things easier to swallow. Um, when you take yourself so seriously, it's just kind of like, come on, guys, lighten up a little. Yeah. Um, and then you watch like the Justice League trailer, and you're like, okay, well, maybe don't go right to the Tony Stark model. Like that's they, they little, totally did, which they Bruce totally ripped that. off for sure. But yeah. like, because Bruce Wayne's not Tony Stark. And no, he's be. not. Well, and to be fair, Tony's not Tony. Like the Tony we have in the movies is not the Tony that existed pre 2008 um, in the comics. He was just not that guy. Well, I get it, but I don't mind that. But that being said, anyone who's read anything about any Iron Man related comic in the last eight years does not know that anymore. Right. Like it's now. like for better or for worse, the movies have forever changed the way Iron Man is written. Yes, uh, he will never be, and Star Lord to a lesser extent because he's not as big a character, but he will never be written the same way either. Right. Like, I mean, Who? Captain uh, Iron Man and Star Lord will never. Why will Star Lord in the comics? He was played in a very different way prior to Chris Pratt playing the character. In what way? He didn't have that sense of humor. I mean, okay. not this. Like he wasn't the lovable loser. Like he's very much a loser in Guardians, right? Yeah. Like, and who's just kind of flying by the seat of his pants. Yeah. In the comics, he was, stuff, he's like hardcore military. Almost. Yeah, he was like a military strategist yeah, in the comics. Oh, okay. He was, cool. he was a military strategist. He, he definitely had a, a sardonic sense of humor, but he wasn't, he wasn't the Chris Pratt version, for better or for worse. And so now that we have that, you have animated series which also have that version of the character. He's just a different guy, and okay. it's never going back that way. Um, Captain America hasn't been changed. Thor hasn't been changed. It's really just the two, I think, that have really transformed how they've been written in other media. Um, which is probably good that it's only those two. When is, Cap- when is Captain going to die? Captain America? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe in I thought, he was gonna, I thought he was going to die in Civil War. Why um, would he die? Because well, he died in the comic. No, well, I know, but why would you want to kill him? I didn't say I wanted to kill him. Why did you ask him? He's asked because he, he dies in the comics. Because he dies in the comics. Not everything happens. Again. I have a portrait at home with a different Captain America. That Adam pointed out to me a couple of years ago. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, Captain's not around. Bucky, Bucky Cap? Yeah, but Bucky becomes, yeah, whatever, right? I love Bucky Cap. Me too. So that's what I'm saying. When's, when's Steve Rogers gonna kick the bucket? Kick the bucket. Well, it's interesting. Well, for a while, Chris Evans was saying, I don't want to do that many. And then he's like, I'm in. And I'm like, well, did they just yeah, bring him? making you awesome and give you lots of money. They probably brought you a Brinks truck and they yeah. emptied out all the money. It also allows him. And his movies so far have been like some of the best that Marvel has done. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, Winter Soldier's probably you know still I mean? my favorite. Yeah, Winter Soldier's still good. But do you know what movie was shit? Fantastic Four. <laughs> Wait, the newer one? All of them. Well, I mean, the first two that were like in the mid 2000s. That Cat was in. Yes, that he was in. And he was great. Yeah. He was a wicked human. He was good in uh, The Losers, too. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. fantastic in yeah. Losers. Oh, he's been in so many comic book movies. Yeah. For someone who doesn't really like doing big budget, like, tentpole stuff, he's actually done a Absolutely. lot of it. 
Uh, I was nervous as him as Cap, but he's he's rocking. I'm, I'm very everyone the everyone kind of was no, yeah, not to the same. And I just love First Avenger. I really did. I did. I had my reservations on First Avenger. Uh, I was a fan of it. But Winter yeah. and fucking Civil War. Winter Soldier was amazing. I guess the only appearance of uh, Cap that didn't work as well was Avengers One. It was fine, but it just like the costume was kind of a weird fit, and he wasn't quite Cap. He was pretty Cap, but not quite there. But um, yeah, so overall, I, I I'm inter- I'm excited to see this again when I eventually get it on Blu-ray or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was. I really liked the imagery of the film. Like it re- that part really worked for me. Uh, they really kind of pushed the limits of what they could do, and this is one of the few movies where I didn't mind the th- that the movie was in three D. Yeah, a lot of visual. Yeah, I, I feel I felt like it it worked. Yeah, and I don't usually think that because usually. 3D's kind of it just feels like this is an excuse for them to pump an extra few dollars out of my wallet absolutely and this time I was like alright I'm okay with this like I'll go with this I'm okay with paying a few extra dollars so the next time we're gonna all be together hopefully will be Rogue One we will be together for Rogue One I can tell you that right now I like how your voice really deepened and you got really serious like we will be together we will oh yeah 100% holding hands that is happening that movie's gonna be great. I like Star Wars, yeah. so yeah. Have I podcasted with you over Star Wars yet? No, I don't think so. So what was the last one that came out? Force Awakens. Did we not see that together? Uh, I can't. No, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Did you like it? No, I think I saw it with Matt. Okay. Did you enjoy Force Awakens? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, essentially, it was um, Return of the Jedi, like yeah, over yeah. again. I'm in some ways more excited for this than I was for Force Awakens last year, just because this feels like it's something totally different. Yeah, it's completely yeah, yeah. That's the same. That's it's just I don't know. It just fucking seems so awesome. Yeah, well, like I love the previews. I'm really hoping that most of them die. Like I I want this to be kind of depressing because I feel like it has to be. Like it's weird because it's we're not used to getting a Star Wars story that doesn't in some way fit a larger narrative like like that's part of like a trilogy like right. as far as we know we're never going to see these characters again no. I kind of want most of them to die because it feels like it should be a suicide mission like we know they get the plans back yeah. that's it but that's all we know that's we all we know we know the end result yeah and like, and it, it is a big what if story the only question is how accessible is this movie does it need to be I think I feel like everyone. What do you mean by that question? For for the non-Star Wars fans who don't realize they've just watched episode seven, right? Yeah. And they don't really get that now. This one takes place perhaps with four. Okay, my response to that is I feel like in the cultural zeitgeist, most people at least know about the Death Star. Cultural zeitgeist. Yes, people. Yeah, like even I know that it takes place between episode three and episode four. People know what this what the Death Star is. Like even if people haven't, people who haven't actually seen a Star Wars movie still know what the reference is. They still know what the Death Star is. Like if they actually make it, yeah, to this go movie, find somebody out there that doesn't know what the Death Star is. People know what it is. Like it's just it's it's talked about in enough things that I feel like. Do you think the millions and millions of people who saw Episode Seven, yeah, have gone back and not necess- everything else, not so necessarily gone back, but I think that they either know enough people or like there's just enough out there that they will figure it out. Without being yeah, and, that, and that's I think so too. Like, what group of friends doesn't have somebody that's Star Wars into Star Wars? <laughs> not even a Star Wars no, nerd. No, no, but not, I'm not even saying that somebody's not into it. Like, I don't consider myself a Star Wars nerd, yeah. but I'm into, like I like Star Wars. So even I know enough. So 
like even talking with Sarah about it. Like Sarah's not into really into Star Wars. And I've been like, oh, she does, oh, I'm like, you know, and she's like, well, what's this one going to be about? And I'm like, and I told her, she's like, okay, that's kind of cool. Right? Yeah. So, like, they're making little sub-stories. Because, as we all know, there's a ton of exterior storylines in the Star Wars. Absolutely. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. So, you know. I just feel like enough people know. Like, the general basics. Like, how, I, I don't think you can go almost anywhere without not being inundated with some aspect of Star Wars culture. Because you got to think, too, like, we're thinking of, like, the hardcore Star Wars fans, but think about how many people, just general movie-going fans, have seen the original trilogy and then have shown it to their kids in some way. Like, you don't have to be a huge fan. Like, you're, said, I'm you're a big fan. Chris, you like Star Wars. I love Wars, it, yeah. But you're not, like, a huge fan, are you? Define, well... Well, let's like, put a definition oh, on. Huge. Paul knows a lot of the um, uh, expanded universe. He's seen a lot of the okay. other media. So I, I know that all the expanded universe, all that stuff, is out there. Okay. Have I gotten into it? No. Okay. I've pretty much stuck to what so you've the seen mainstream the six or seven movies. Yeah, I've seen them all. Um, I've played the video games. Okay. Uh, that already puts you in an extra level. Yeah. So like, I understand, like, like Matt, my old roommate. He was in. He had all the other stories. Like okay. he was. So as I said, I know it exists. I know there's there's stuff going on. Do I know it all? No, I don't. Okay. But I'm. I, I, I'm, I'm aware that there's other stuff going on. Most of it's garbage now. Yeah, because they're getting rid of it with Disney and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So but they, but they have, give them credit. They have like there's the current cartoon, the CG cartoon Rebels. Yes. Right. And there's Clone Wars that preceded that. Yeah. Um, both excellent shows. Excellent Star Wars shows. Um, and there was a character uh, written by Timothy Zahn and the character called Grand Admiral Thrawn. Mm-hmm. It was a huge part of the... Um, the Thrawn trilogy. Yes. Huge, huge thing. One of the best reads for Star Wars. So they actually have reintroduced him. So he's now canon again in the Rebels timeline. So he's now pre-episode yeah. um, 4 rather than after episode 6. Um it is what it is. But it was very, like, even with these honestly, very humbling to have his character be so popular that they brought him back into the canon because everyone, because yeah. even, even the people who make Rebels, all of them are huge fanboys, right? And they just want to make all this awesome Star Wars stuff kind of mm-hmm. work and fit in. So, so we'll be doing that next month, here. sometime in December. Yeah. That's Sorry exciting. December, what the? I know. Where did the year go? And now, so we've, and then we've got two comic movies in March. Is this, am I reading this right? So we got Logan. And yeah, yeah like I gotta say that preview looked pretty good. I wasn't too keen on when I saw. I was like, oh god, another movie. But <laughs> that one actually was like, oh, actually that preview looked pretty good. And there's another one. One of the previews we saw. Although he's got to stop carrying Captain Picard around. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's getting pretty freaking old. Yeah. Like, what was the other one? There's another one coming in March. Another comic book movie. Wasn't Guardians. It wasn't Guardians. Guardians is coming up though. No. Guardians is, is next year. It is next year. There was another, there's another movie. One of the other previews we saw, which was for a comic adjacent thing, was coming out in March. Do you remember what it was? Now you're hurting my brain. Hold on. I guess we have no idea. There's that Matt Damon movie. No, not that one. <laughs> Great Wall. Matt Damon. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, who's that uh, Asian steppy in some weird <laughs> movie about the wall? That's the one that they're complaining about a lot of whitewash. No. Were they? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got Guardians. We got Logan. Yeah. What else? 
Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. <laughs> Star Wars. It's not even the movie. It's just Matt Damon's coming up. Is there one? I think there's another one. No, I could have sworn there was something. I guess I could be wrong. Because I guess we have Logan. Oh, Power Rangers is March. Oh, Power Rangers. There we go. Shit, we got a busy March. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then uh, after that, don't think there's anything until May. And then we've got. So are, are, would you? Are, we, are you seeing Power Rangers? I will see it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'll probably watch it. Why wouldn't I? I don't know, because like I'm like the. I also want to see how it irks you. I'm the, I'm the Super Hunger Power Rangers fan, so. I want to see Amy Jo Johnson again. Why not? Not her. <laughs> what do you mean not her? Well, I know. I'm just kidding. I know. Well, I watched Flashpoint for that. Yeah. Hey, she's still around. She still looks, still looks good. Yeah. Yeah. She so takes well. In May, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yep. Uh, yeah, we'll be there for that one. Okay, not that it's in any way the usual purview of this podcast, but there is the the film adaptation reboot of the Baywatch TV series. Yes. Which is coming uh, out. Austin and uh, Pamela's back, and uh, yeah. The Rock is the and Pamela, the Afron, Pamela's in it. I believe she's a cameo. Yeah, right? Pamela and the Hawk are making cameos. Yeah. yeah. But they they got the Rock and uh, Zac Efron are in it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Gonna it's gonna be something. Oh, uh, I'll wait till that comes straight to video. Super cheese. Uh, June is uh, Wonder Woman, which Wonder I'll skip that one. You're gonna skip it? Yeah. It's actually it looks better than you'd expect. Uh, June it's comes DC. out the Pixar movie No One's Asked For, Cars Three. When are they gonna do The Incredibles? That's 2018, I think. Oh really? They're doing another one? Oh yeah, they're working. On, they it just is pushed it up. Oh goddamn! They time. have pushed Toy Story Four back a year and moved The Incredibles Toy Story. Back. I know. Uh, also in June, we've got Transformers: The Last Night. Yep. Yeah, that'll be cool. Uh, I, you know, I've, I haven't watched any of the Despicable Me movies, but there is a third one coming. I've seen one and two. They're good. They're not bad. Uh, then July, we've got Spider-Man: Homecoming. Stoked for that. I'm stoked for that. Yeah. In July, we've got War for <laughs> Planet of the Apes. Actually, the reboot, like when they I reboot, love those it, movies. They, I've seen the, neither one. The one Mark what? The, yeah. the Mark with Wahlberg's, the Mark Wahlberg one sucked. I forget about that. But the ones they rebooted were actually the ones with James Franco. Yeah. The first one was good, and then the other guy in the second one, um, Jason Clark, he was in yeah. uh, the Terminator Genesis movie. He was in Genesis. He was also in uh, bunch of stuff. Um, yeah, he's been in tons of shit right now. Yeah, that one's coming out, and then we've got. Oh, uh, was in the Bin Laden movie too. Oh yeah. Which one was it called? Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, uh, Also in July, we've got The Dark Tower. What's adaptation that? of Stephen King. No? Idris Elba. When's it, it coming out? When's Are we going to go see It? Probably not. Why not? <sighs> Come on. Well, maybe. If you can convince That's me. That's probably old It. Uh, there's a new Alien movie coming out in August. Sweet. Alien Covenant. Is there a Predator movie coming out? Uh, no. Is that like... In conjunction with like Prometheus, that was I'm not sure. I I gotta admit I'm not up on my. I was gonna say you know what? I didn't realize until it's aliens for me. The second one after that doesn't matter. Oh, it September eighth. September eighth, we're going to see it. Oh well, there's nothing else coming out that month for sure. Not doing it. No way. Why not? No, I didn't do horror. I didn't do clowns. Fuck that shit. I saw the 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 first one. Fucking screwed up for a long time. No, I didn't know this. I watched I watched uh, Nightmare on Elm Street when I was in grade one. That fucked me up for a long time. But That's I fucked up, dude. Time. I can't do that. All right, October next year, we got Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. No? The My Little Pony, the movie. I feel like I need to take you to that, Chris. Why? I don't know. It just seems like such a weird juxtaposition of tastes. We are not going to see that. No, we're not. Not at all. Powerpuff Girls coming? No, there's not. 
God, no. Uh, and then November, then we'll have Thor Ragnarok. As well as Creed 2. Creed 2? What's that? Well, Creed 1 was the... Uh, oh, the boxing movie? Boxing movie. Oh. The next Rocky movie? I've only watched that. I've never actually listened to it. Take me high. And then, uh, I, now this is... I don't know if this is updated list, but apparently two weeks after Ragnarok, there's the Justice League movie. It's a weird time. Huh? Yeah, in November. I like, thought it wasn't until the following. This has got to be wrong. It says November 17, 2017. Are they rushing it to get it out? So it's not going to take anywhere or some shit? Uh, I, I don't know. And then obviously next year we also have episode 8. Yes. Star Wars. That's exciting. Rogue One and episode 8. Well, I think they're going to pump out one major Star Wars movie a year, right? That's the yeah, plan. That, that's the plan, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about, um, oh, what's his name, is uh, the young Lando Calrissian? I uh, think that's actually pretty good. Oh, dude from Community, right? Yeah, Donald Glover, yeah. I think it would be great. He was good in The Martian. Yeah? And, oh, we also have a reboot of Jumanji happening. Oh, yeah. No, the Rock, the Rock is in that one, too. Yeah, he's in everything. What man. is The Rock not? He's also in a, an upcoming what, Pixar movie this year. Yeah, when did the rock like that? When did rock what? Where did he come from? He's been around. I know, I know, but like, why is he in like sixteen years? Why is he in movies like all the time now? He's not that good. He stopped doing wrestling. Here's the thing: he may not be the best actor, but he's got so much charisma that he makes you want to watch him anyway. I've never wanted to watch him. I love that. I actually really enjoy watching his stuff. Bet you do love the rock. I even watch his TV series. There's just yeah. something about... He's got something a, about him that makes me not want to watch stuff. Yeah? Fair enough. That's fair. You don't have to love The Rock. I think some of his stuff I want to be better than it turns out being, but... Yeah. I think the only movie I remotely came close to liking of his was Walking Tall. Oh, that. That's There's because, a lot of... That was fun. But that's because Johnny Knoxville was in it. He was yeah, actually funny. That's fair. I, I think with him, it's just that he seems to be a big kid who just likes to do stuff and is has a sense of humor about him is just having a good time like he's just having the time of his life and he wants to do as many of these as he can and before his time is over like and I don't I can't think of a lot of people who make me feel like that like they're just having a good time just having a ride kind of like it's very different but I feel like Adam Sandler these days just does movies because he's like I can whatever let's just do it well he produces most of his own movies now right? yeah let's just hang out in my in kind of all well, kind of, yeah, but it also, like, I at least give him credit for, it feels no, like I he's just having the, fun with this one. Have you guys seen uh, That's My Boy? No, I haven't seen it. Speaking that. of Adam Sandler movies? I have not. You should watch it. That's the it's, one with uh, Andy Samberg. Yeah, right? it's actually pretty funny. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, because Samberg is involved with that, yeah, okay. It's, and Vanilla Ice is in it, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know that. Vanilla Ice. Yeah, Jeez. it's actually, it's, I was actually, like, I, I started watching it, I was just like, oh my god, this is going to be awful. And it's, it's actually it's got some it's it's funny yeah okay and the and the brothers the brothers Grimsby have you seen that no oh my god <laughs> there was a Sarah there oh my god <laughs> any final yeah. thoughts about Doctor Strange the movie we were okay, actually we discussing went over our final thoughts on that one I don't know oh we're done <laughs> we well, rated we did it our final rating we, we, we rated final it ratings. and everything we did rate it I was saying I'm asking for any final thoughts nope none no nope I'm good. Did you like the fun, the post credit sequences? Because sometimes they're not as good. Sometimes I like, they're both yeah, good. The, the him and Thor sitting down and his beard. Refilling the beer, yeah. Refilling the beer, yeah. That was cool. Yeah, I'll give him that. He crushed that Stein and like. 
<laughs> one sip and then oh, pick some more. I, I like that it's. I got the gloves going for him. Right? Yeah, he had the gloves, yeah. and I also like that at that point, the idea that he has a watch list of his own. Like he's kind of taken over the role, and now he's watching over this realm, and you know these are the things he's coming up, and he's he's very curious about stuff. I really like that. Um, it really kind of positions him to have a big place of authority. And then, then Winnie Hodar there at the end. I'm gonna put it. There's too many sorcerers. You get a real problem I'm, with, with I'm, ag- Mordo. I'm against. I'm against you using magic to save the world, but I'm gonna start offing sorcerers and resort to murder. That's I, okay. I'm okay with it because there is a sensibility there that time has passed. He's had an epiphany, and now he's gone shit crazy. I'm okay with it, Paul. Yeah, and I think it sets him up to be a a, a good villain, an outstanding villain. He's not good, right? Do you think we'll ever get this? Like, so let's say we have Doctor Strange too. Do you go right to Mortal being the villain, or do you do a Nightmare or something like that? Because Nightmare is like his most iconic villain besides Dormammu. Like the Dormammu and Nightmare are the number two, right? Number one, I don't two. Know. You can make. Do you find a way to build up Mortal behind the scenes? I feel like you have to. Otherwise, it feels too soon. I feel like you build him up, you let him become a, even like a, more of a threat in the background, and then you bring him in. No, because I think you do it right away because he's still got his whiny pants on. <laughs> but I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it's too soon. And if you're thinking of uh, narrative structure in terms of they like things to be trilogies, it feels like it should be part of a trilogy. No? Wah, wah. <laughs> well, that's a lovely place to leave off <laughs> with a wah, wah. Well, thank you guys for joining me for this episode. Uh, you can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com. Like the show on Facebook. Rate and review us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And also listen to us on Stitcher. We will, I guess, uh, reconvene the group. And hopefully Tibor will be able to join us next time to be part of the discussion of Rogue One. Uh, what's the official name? Rogue One, a Star Wars story? Correct. Man, I'm excited for that. Feel the force. What I'm really, yeah, what I'm I can't really... wait for Tibor to join us. <laughs> Every teaser that they show us for that, what really excites me is the fact that they use traditional Star Wars music with slightly different arrangements in different in ways that we're not used to hearing. Like, it's not the typical orchestra. We're hearing different ways of doing it. And I think Absolutely. every time it just, it's almost spine tingling to me, like, because you're not used to hearing it in this slightly off-kilter yeah. way. I think to be very dark, very serious. I'd be very surprised if there's any type of... Humor? Humor on this. It might be some. It'd be, it'd, but it won't be quippy. It'll be, like, it'll be nicely placed. The first it won't Star- be Marvel. It won't be Marvel no, humor. No, no. But you'd be highly good at The Force Awakens, right? It'll be robot humor. Like Alan Turdick is that, that droid there, yeah. That's yeah. right. It'd be interesting to see um, a Star Wars movie without an actual Jedi character. Is, she's well, a Jedi. I, I get the feeling she's a Jedi character. I don't think so. No, she's not Force sensitive. What's that? I don't think she's Force sensitive. You have that one monk guy who is. Well, I, is he sensitive or just like he believes in the Force? But is he actually? I feel like she's going to be something with that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that that when we first saw the character being introduced, we didn't think that she was actually going to have a personal relation to. Like the newest trailer really sets it out that. Her dad is the guy behind the Death That's Star. Right, yeah. How do you feel about... Does there have to be the personal connection? Does that kind of make it weaker or lazy? I'm okay with it, no. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Do you care? Don't care. Okay. I haven't thought about it. No? I think way too much about these things. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll... Uh, or thanks for being on the show. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the people who've listened. <laughs> That's right. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> 
Thanks for listening. Adam is broken. Yeah, Adam is broken right now. Thanks for listening to Comic Shenanigans. We will catch you next time. (laughs) Bye-bye. Nice short one. Well, in the grand scheme of things, this was a shorter episode. It may not necessarily feel like one, but it most definitely was. I think we clocked in it uh, just over an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're growing in our old age. Yeah.